So Derek, you are a, you're someone who teaches people how to write. You're somebody who thought a lot about writing. And I hear that one of your specialties is considering the role of the body in writing. What does that mean to the dude on the street? Well, the, you know, one of the, the first ways in for this for me was actually through pain. Uh, it can hurt <laughs> to write. Um, there's uh, a book, um, I forget who the author is, but he has, has talked about the pain that people used to get in their hands when they were writing with pens um, back when there was a job to be a scribe, uh, kind of early forms of carpal tunnel. And in graduate school, my friend and I both hurt our wrists pretty badly doing writing, and we started to think about all of the assignments that we give to students that make them write more and more and more and the weird ways that we would see them use their laptops and we could only imagine how they're using them at home so we were, were sort of wondering like are we by asking people to write more and more and more are we asking them to hurt themselves and it's a i don't know it's interesting there's, there's a lot of a lot of ideas that people have about how writing can be a savior for for people's health uh, you can sort of write your way through your emotional pain um, but what happens when that causes or aggravates some sort of physical ailments you know i could totally um relate to that because i've had i used to have bad carpal tunnel sy syndrome when i first started working on keyboards i actually ended up in my early 20s with like basically i'll call it fire in my wrists intensely painful and I went on a long practical journey of figuring out the ergonomics, changing keyboards. Um, it's basically nowadays my hands feel fine because of a really excellent ergonomic setup. But if I have to type on someone's laptop for like five minutes, my hands feel fucked up all day. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I'm typing, sometimes I'll type left hand only, like touch type left hand only. So the uh the I mean, that, issue I mean, of that, the that, yeah, yeah that that leads us really clearly right from uh once we start doing things um differently for whatever reason if we're avoiding pain or whatever like i've got a standing desk i know people who went from you know standing desk to treadmill desk that was a kind of phase for a while i even tried that briefly um but there's, you know, you start to think about like, well, how, how does the way that I use my body while I'm writing shape the work that I'm able to do or the kind of presence that I can bring to the writing? I know, you know, I couldn't do the treadmill desk. I just like, I couldn't think and walk and write all at the same time. <laughs> um, and, you know, I've been using a standing desk for a long time and that helps me with my wrists and my arms, but it also seems, I think, to help help the writing, although sometimes I do have to sit down um, because it just feels like the harder and harder that I'm thinking, the less I can think about what my body is doing. Well, there's only a role for me about comfort. So so if I'm in, you know, like, let, let me take three, four different writing modes. Writing on paper, writing on paper while lying in bed upside down, you know, on my back, typing with one hand, 
typing at my optimal ergonomic desk. So, you know, I'm likely to type on and on, no trouble, create a huge, long, voluminous piece if I'm standing at my best ergonomics, while if I'm lying on my back in my bed, I'm really limited to, with a pencil, I'm rather than like bullet points. And if I'm in between, if I'm like typing with only one hand, then I'm more a Twitter sort of writer because I just don't really want to be editing long things that way. So, you know, do you find like, you know, do you find that it actually changes your content to um, be in a different physical setup? You know, I, I don't know. I, I find I find this such an interesting um, question because it sort of like changes it from what, right? Like the there, there's not really a perfect variable where it's like, well, I would have written X, but instead I wrote Y. Like, I don't know. How would you even know? Um, I think one of the, the pieces that's been the most influential for me on this comes from one of my advisors in graduate school, uh, Paul Pryor, and one of his earlier students, Jody Shipka. They talk about um, a series of practices that people do when they're writing and getting set up to writing that they call environmental selecting and structuring practices. And they, they talk about how people will, this, they, they have one example of one student who like sort of uh, barricades herself into her living room with card tables. So that's like physically kind of hard to get up and out of that situation to like force her to just produce and produce, 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 right? While she's working on her dissertation. And then they talk about another writer who likes to write while she's doing laundry because the kind of intermittent break of having to get up and change the load gives her a little downtime for things to kind of percolate in her mind before she comes back to the keyboard. And those kinds of practices I think are really interesting. And the thing that they say there that's the most intriguing for me is that these practices basically create your mental state, right? Like it's emergent out of that setup rather than you've got a, a state and then the setup either allows you or, or frustrates you to bring that kind of state into fruition. I, I like the idea that it's emergent more and how do you, you know, once you set up a, a scene, the sort of the goals that you have for writing might change as a result of that structure that you set up. And then it's sort of like, well, yeah, I'm totally writing something different than I would have because the whole system have kind of, has kind of shifted my goals, but that's ultimately what I want or you know, who knows. But you know, it's really the effect of everything on mind, mind state. For example, um, you know, of course, some writers use drugs, whether it's coffee or amphetamines or barbiturates to give a certain style. There's a question of, am I writing on a computer or on paper and how that affects it? Or of course, am I typing into a text box or phone? There's my, um, is it, am I alert? Is it, am I sleepy? So it's, it seems like that in that sense, the body is a significant sort of vector of examining influences on our mental state. But in the end, it's sort of, everything is interconnected, yielding the moment where writing occurs. And if any single thing in the whole um, environment, internal or external changed, You'd, you might get a different word selection, a different vibe, a different direction. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And I mean, it makes me think about those studies that you hear about sometimes in the news that are 
you know, greatly reduced and simplified the descriptions of them. And they're like, Ooh, like this kinds of activity affects your brain. And it's like, yeah, like everything does <laughs> every single thing. Right. It's all, it's all part of the mix. Um, and I think this is where, you know, one of the things that's most interesting to me about these, these environmental practices is this kind of sense of like, can you engineer a kind of saved state, right? Like if you're, if you're really cooking on something that you want to be writing, can you recreate that the next day? And sometimes I, I, I feel like, oh yeah, like I want to, I want to work on the tools for that. And then other times I feel like, Ooh, that's very, um, static and rigid and you know that's not very interesting so i, I kind of flip back and forth between that kind of stuff it's it's, it's uh, tricky do, do you mean something like how do you help people reliably enter momentum writing momentum and re-enter a writing momentum they had perhaps through either their physical environment or through bodily practices yeah something like that and you, you know the the momentum i think that's actually a, probably a better way to imagine it. Um, there's a, a kind of cliche about writing sessions that I've heard a lot where you want to sort of end um, end a writing session by helping yourself, like parking the car downhill. Uh, it's a reference for when there used to be stick shifts in cars. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the sense that, you know, some people even stop writing mid-sentence so that when they pick up writing again, um, there's some, there's a sentence that's immediately easy to complete and then, and then they, they're kind of off to the races. So that idea of momentum is good, but what I often see from people online and sometimes from students is a desire to like, just recreate the state and not so much a focus on the momentum, but an, like a, a sense of like, I just want to like, you know, when you, when you close your computer lid and then open it up again, and it's exactly where you left off, like they want to be in that kind of state. Uh, and that I feel like is maybe a little more tricky. 